Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, Check out Movies Baby with Five Whys. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint. The name of two months, and they ain't close together. Those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of Movies Baby. Every week on Movies Baby, Forever Dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics Brett and Joe break down the hottest movie news, review the latest releases, shout out forgotten classics, and prophesy the future of Hollywood. You can listen to Movies Baby wherever you get podcasts, and you can watch Movies Baby live every Thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! Forever! Dog! Oh, wow. Wow. Could I get some Ow. almond milk, please? Oh, has this been sitting in the sun? You could egg on it. I need some almond milk. The microphone's hot. Hot mic. Oh, wow. Hot mic. Hot mic. Oh, welcome Ooh. back. For That's so upsetting. <laughs> for yet another steaming, steaming piping, scalding <laughs> service. Serving of hot, hot girls. girls. Oh, it's our weekly chat show where we talk about events in our lives, <laughs> issues, issues in, in politics. politics. Take a deep dive into the DMs. DMs. Let's get into some hot goose. Hot goose. We should do a segment called Hot Goose where we talk about birds. (laughs) My goose got gandered last night. Aviary. I heard it did. Yeah, aviary tricks in the sky. (laughs) Bird flu. (laughs) (laughs) Better than bird do. Oh, wow. Um, is Drag Race about to premiere? I feel like it's around the corner. It's now the new year, and it should be. we should get word on when we'll get our healthy dollop of dolls. I mean, we're all just sitting in the we're corner, the dolls. just itching ourselves, we're waiting for the, the next doll. dose of Drag Race. We truly are. Uh, I know that on the day this comes out, AJ and the Queen will be will be out. Oh, yeah? So uh, I will be watching. We recorded this a little bit ahead of time. So at this exact moment, uh, we haven't seen it. But um, AJ and the Queen on Netflix. Get into it. Ruby Red. There's so many great people on it. Um, Drew Drogi's involved with it. Yes. Latrice. Uh, Mario Cantone. Um, my friend Ryan helped cast it. Nice. Uh, you know him from Burning Man. You know his face. Okay. Um, Uh, I have to announce that tonight is my last drag show. I have saved up $100,000 to open up my own bar. The man I love ran off and took everything. And honestly, I'm flat broke. This is the concept of of Ruby Red. 
<laughs> how wonderfully camp. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this fucking show. I wonder if Ruby has to perform in any drag brunches. Oh, wait, can I say that? Am I even allowed to say drag oh. brunch? I want to see the receipts. Wait, so there was a lot of hoopla going on about the copywriting of the term drag brunch. Did someone copyright it? Brandon, I've heard Brandon Voss did. That's what it says on my outline. We have conjecture only. We have, conjecture only. We have no legal documents Who to support this. Who did you get the conjecture this. from? Oh. <laughs> anyone out there. Bleep, bleep. Anyone out there who's trying to copyright a phrase like drag brunch, please, Good like luck. literally, with all the support of the pod, please go generously fuck yourself. I'm sending you a That's message all. via carrier pigeon. <laughs> please fuck yourself thoroughly and completely. Uh, now. Uh, and at least be a drag queen trying to do it, not some ungussied faggot just trying to make money off the girls. At least be one of the girls. If you're going to try to coin our phrase, goodbye. Yeah, dude. Goodbye. Peace out. Good luck with your Vegas show. That's right. That, we're going to change the name of the podcast to Drag Brunch just despite. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back uh, for another steaming, piping, scalding piping, serving of Drag Brunch. brunch. Uh, I hope this isn't true because Brendan Voss seems like a much more reasonable and sensible man than to actually try bullshit like this. Yeah, like, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, if anyone's out there filing legal papers good trying luck. to make drag brunch their own term, please just just cease and desist, Eva. And if you're if you're looking for something to do um, in Vegas, they have the RuPaul's Drag Race review, and according oh, to yes. according to the ticket website, there's still tickets available for opening night. So a work. Grab some seats. I want to go. Me too. Should we go for opening night? I'd love to. When is it? Should we get one of those jet suite um, private planes? Oh, pussy! <laughs> for Race Chaser okay. bonus content, you can fly a plane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we could record on the plane. Big Dipper pilots the jet. My cousin's a pilot. Oh, cool. I filmed multiple pilots <laughs> inside <laughs> of me. <laughs> ah, ah, at once. <laughs> it was a drag brunch. <laughs> what is this coming across my desk? What is this? Wait. I saw it. So Raven, I saw her apology <laughs> paper. What is this? This is just coming in. It's hot off the printer. The paper is still scalding hot from being printed out on the jet printer. Uh, it says Raven, Raven like Drag Race Raven? V1. Called Greta Thunberg a brat? An entitled smug brat. Hashtag Sharon. Um, what does all this mean? Let me let me tell Break you. Break this down, note by note. Okay, I so Raven <laughs> Raven sent out that saying on what platform? Facebook, because she doesn't have Instagram yes. or Twitter. It's it's a Facebook. Okay. Um, and then later I watched the video where she was live saying, explaining why she thought Greta was a brat and acting like a okay. teenage brat. It's because someone called her Sarah. On a morning news, Sharon. Sharon that That's was it. Why the hashtag was Sharon. Oh, I thought uh, she was talking about Sharon Needles. Oh, I did no, too. She was a question. <laughs> yeah, on Jeopardy or something or a quiz. It was a British quiz show. They said 
the name of a climate activist, and the woman just said, Sharon? Like, she didn't know. <laughs> yeah. That's a so funny answer. Greta changed her Twitter bio. To Sharon. To yeah. Sharon. And as a funny joke. That's funny. And yes. she said, and Raven was going on saying, um, she, whenever Greta gets offended, like when Donald Trump, she runs to Twitter and blah, 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 blah. It's just, and retaliates there and it's, it's bratty. And I thought it was bratty. So I called her a brat. And you know what? If you don't like it, you don't have to be, you don't have to subscribe to me. She said, do you watch TV shows you don't like? No. So if you don't like me and you don't want me in your world, unsubscribe. And she just, you know, the last 20 seconds are basically telling people, if you didn't like this, don't watch me. Like they would have watched the whole thing already if they didn't like her. <laughs> I mean, I did because I fucking hate her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't hate her. I'm indifferent, which is even worse. She's just so she's doesn't seem like a positive presence to me at all, especially calling a woman that's trying to do some good in the world a brat. It's like, how is that constructive? Like, why did you? I think a drag queen's main job is to be entertaining. And this is not entertaining. No. Calling a global social justice and environmental warrior. Yeah. A brat. Like, be more can be more. Um, What's the word? Contribute more to the world and its discussion than your opinions on people that are doing more for the world than you. T- it looks that is a deep will and wisdom to me. <laughs> now, what the fuck was botate mean? Uh, botate. So uh, we uh, this was written in a lipstick message, right? From Madame Laqueer. Oh, cool. Uh, deep friend of the pod. Deep friend of the pod. I saw her the other night at um, Executive Suites Precinct. Oh, cool. No, yeah, she was she was headlining at Precinct. She was amazing. She's a lovely person and a lovely presence. And um, deep salute. To salute, you. salute. But she said "botate" on her uh, lipstick message, and someone is someone wrote in with what what it means. How wonderful, Monica Sorola. Thank you so much. It means. To give it all you have and steal the show. Work. Yes, okay. And then Monica goes on to say, thanks for the always wonderful content that keeps this middle-aged teacher having a blast. Salute. Uh, Salute. Well, thank you, Mo- Monica Sarola, for uh, teaching us because uh, I love a good... And como se dice? You should put that word on there. Uh, botate. Botate. <laughs> Definitely. I think it's a great word. Thank means you. give it all you have and steal the show. Now, um... Our bullshit president is certainly trying to batote. <laughs> He's giving it all. He's giving more than he actually Something. should. Like our, like bombing Iran, like starting a war. So I think the logic, probably from uh, the camp going on in in the White House, is that <laughs> a president who's at who goes into a war is more likely to get reelected. reelected. Uh I think it's kind of backfiring, though, because I I don't really think that the nation wants this war at no. all. His party doesn't even want this war. Yeah, so it's kind of flimsy and kind of stupid. Can you imagine if... No, that won't happen. I was going to say if the Republican Party nominated somebody else. I don't think it would happen, but, no. I mean, I, I, I don't... So... But I saw this video, and I, I don't know, it might, it might have been fake, because um, that happens sometimes. But it was the, the Iran Supreme Leader talking, and the, the subtitles were like, when, when we say death to Trump in our country, we're not talking about... Or wait, no, when we say death to Americans... 
we don't mean American people. We mean uh, President Trump. We we mean him and the people in charge. So I was like, oh, I kind of like that platform. <laughs> like I kind of I kind of agree with you. At least they know it's Supreme not like leader. us. Do, we didn't want to bomb them. I mean, maybe we did. No, we don't. The guy was I don't. A, the guy didn't seem like. It didn't. How do you how do you get rid of a bad guy? <laughs> War is devastating and horrible, and it's expensive, and people it ruins people's lives here and and over there. Nobody wants that. It's dumb. So, uh, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Oh, cur. Yeah. So everybody, just get out and vote. Just get out and vote. It's all I can say. I say Twice. it so often. <laughs> <laughs> Will goes in and then you come out, you put on a, a wig. wig and you try to go back in. <laughs> no, this is not, no, no wig. <laughs> Hello. Hello. My name is uh, that one, pointing, <laughs> pointing to the sheet. <laughs> Billum Welli. <laughs> you can call me <laughs> Billum. Oh, oh wow. my heavens. Now, um, I'm super excited for your uh, show. Is it this month, your Kim Petras show? February 10th. Oh, like a Valentine's New Day. New York City, in Brooklyn, yes. Uh, yeah, because it's called Heart to Break, so it's... Um, Is it a two or a T-O? It's a two. Thank you. Because I wanted that, like, Britney Spears, mm-hmm. like, title of a track Get on in the CD. zone, yeah. For sure. Uh, we received a lot of messages about Kim Petras and her working Six. with um, <laughs> Dr. Luke and uh, and how that pertains to the show and do I want to address it? I mean, no, I actually don't want to address <laughs> it, but we might as well. Uh, no, I prefer just like talking about it. We're not afraid of anything on Hot Goss. Right. And it was uh, it was something I, I wanted to talk about. And, you know, I, di- I don't... I don't want to give oxygen to Dr. Luke because I think he sucks and I think he's bad. Uh, And so uh, the show is going to focus on uh, the music that we love and Kim Petras, who is a trans icon and um, who who I really uh, I really think is really talented and amazing. And so it's really about her. It's about uh, love and heartbreak and loss and. so uh support queer artists at three dollar bill on February 10th. Right. So I mean, I guess like if it's any consolation, I I don't I don't know. I I don't I don't really I don't I don't know what the answer is. I I wish I had like the answer. Mm-hmm. Cause is it like do we need to like stop listening to Kim Petras altogether, cold turkey? I would love to talk about this because I mean there's so many accusations against Michael Jackson that have come to light since his death and we all still bop to PYT. Yeah. But we can't with R. Kelly. It's like, where do we draw the line and when can we separate art from artist? And it's one of those questions where people are going to have feelings no matter what way. You're putting something positive and good into the world with this concert and uh, people will be enjoying themselves and good things come out of that. You're you're trying to make the world a happier place. So someone... um deriding us with like what are you doing with dr luke support it's like no i saw dust it off I'm, it's nice that you addressed it i would have just wrote that person back a picture of my tattoo <laughs> which says nope nope well if it's any consolation though i mean we're doing it you know we're doing it without the 
express written permission of the producers of the music. So we're actually capitalizing and stealing money out of his pocket. So I actually, I think that's a, that's a pretty great thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can get Lucian to music direct. <laughs> I'd be so down. I'd be so down for that. Uh, but thank you for continually uh, keeping a conversation going with us and uh, continue to send us messages yeah. and questions. Uh, yeah, they were trying to start a conversation. They weren't being... And, sure. uh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh we shouldn't have left that window Bird open. break. Oh my gosh. Get the gosh. birds outside, we'll be back. So wait, there's a rainbow spotlight. Oh, okay. I wanted, what was that song? It's just so, the way you make me feel. I thought that everybody was feeling some kind of way. Those six people that wrote in. I'm so feeling we, a lot of kinds of ways. So I was thinking very dirty computer, Janelle Monet, just the way you make me feel. We love Janelle Monet, who is a proud pan artist. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's our rainbow spotlight song of the week. So bop to that while we bop go on a break. It. That's just the way you make me feel That's just the way you make me feel episode is brought to you by who I almost nodded off because this Helix mattress is so comfortable. Helix Sleep! The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. I've had several many Helix mattresses for several many years now, and I love I them all. They're all my I've babies. I've read the men's room wall. We have the midnight dusk. We have the uh, we have the one for uh, heavy sleepers, and that's also oh, good. Oh, they're if, all good. If you have slumber parties, if uh, lots, of, I love a Helix party. Uh, and we are the Helix girls, and we have been for such a long time that we know what works best for us and our bodies. But if you don't know, you could take a Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They've got models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Also models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Ooh, plus enhanced cooling features to help you from overheating at night. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. So that's why they offer a 100-night trial to try out your new Helix mattress and a 10- to 15-year warranty. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Drag. Drag and use code HelixPartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it's not going to last long. It's so good, I'm going to say it again. That's HelixSleep.com slash drag. And use code HelixPartner20. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. You're literally getting them out of you by speaking them and figuring out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. That's right. And I think, uh, and I've said this before, I think therapy is a very useful tool, whether you've been through something very traumatic or you're just trying to better yourself. 
Yeah, and if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. You don't have to leave your house. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Yeah, all the therapists have licenses. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drag, drag today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Drag. Let's get political. Political. I want to get political. This is a segment called Let's, Let's Get, get political. political. And, uh, oh, fuck. There's some shit going on, dude. Climate change. It's real. Yeah. Our uh, tape hasn't been sticking right. There Humidity. is... <laughs> There are a lot of horrible fires burning in Australia, and we have a ton of messages flooding in about this, and we wanted to share this one. Hey, Willaska Tinta. I was wondering if you could please bring some attention to the Aussie fires on Let's Get Political this week. Overall, there are 5 million hectare acres burning around the country, which is five times the size of the Amazon fires and 50 Uh. times the size of the Californian ones. It's not a competition. Our genius prime minister decided to go on vacation to Hawaii just as this was becoming a problem. Oh, my God. Around half a billion animals have died in these fires, as well as 25 people and a lot of our wildlife. It's devastating. People in small towns had to be evacuated to the beach as their one route into the city was blocked by fire, and they were rescued by army tanks. Even cities that don't catch on fire are covered in dangerous levels of smoke. I live in Melbourne. Yesterday, you couldn't see in front of you. Everything was just white. Our incredible firefighters, volunteers, and people coming from overseas are fighting hard to put them out. We'll put some links on the... We will put these links on the Instagram and our Twitter and stuff. They're for local services... And uh, you'd be a deep friend of the pod if you could donate, if uh, you can. And thank you for your time. This is Jess from Australia. Yeah, let's be sure to do that. Yeah. Where is the li- Can you text me one? Uh, sure. Dipertina. I donated to the one that Courtney posted. Okay. Because I figured of all people, she would know where I should, you know. She, she does due diligence and looks into charities and stuff. Obviously, like the images that we've seen are devastating, but that number of 500 million animals. It's insane. Like it's it's fucking devastating. It's a whole, yeah, it's, it's unfathomable. Yeah. But a lot of Australia isn't like settled and it's a lot of like brush, isn't it? Well, yeah. Is that what's burning? The majority of the cities are out on On the the coast. On the outside. Yeah. Are the fires on the on the coast or like in the middle? Well, what also is happening is that all those big cities, like there aren't, aren't fires raging in Melbourne, but all the smoke is coming and like people can't, people are having breathing issues. They can't see. And you know, like they're about to do not like they're about to do that big tennis tournament there. They're probably mm-hmm. going to cancel it. Wimbledon? The Australian open. Oh, oh wow. But it, it's just, Australia it seems, not so open. It seems really, um, like it's obviously affecting. I can't believe it's five times the size of the Amazon. I grew up with wildfires in Florida a lot, and like we would write our name in the windshields and the ash. Like you can't breathe. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, anything you can do, donate. 
Donate what you can. I'd like to applaud Brandon Voss, who we just kind of ridiculed. <laughs> um, we didn't ridicule him. We we joshed him a little bit, and we're he hoping it's not conjecture. true. I'm going to text him and see if it is true, because that's the easiest thing. But uh, uh, his tour, Work the World, is donating to the Australia Zoo Wildlife Warriors and Australian Red Cross. 50% of all January ticket sales from Work the World. Yes, so that is a great move. Are you texting us? Yeah. Hey, did you copyright drag brunch question mark? Alaska and I are talking about it on our podcast and it's too ridiculous to be true, right? Question mark. I guess we could have done this research before we wildly conjectured in the news segment of the of the podcast. Well, no, I like that we didn't know before con- and we formed our opinion with independent of the actual <laughs> truth because now when we know the truth, we'll know right away if she's Traisha Mandrell. Okay, great. Yeah. So, okay. And what is the... So okay. these are in your email. Oh! Oh, it's the, in my email? Yeah, but the mm. links are to, like, actual government rural fire services, New South Wales. Love that. Um, okay. The CFA... Um, and then also there's fundraising happening on Facebook. So I'm going to click on this CFA one. Uh-huh. And is there a button where I can donate? Let's see. I mean, I hope it's, it's, it's helpful to donate to these services, right? Like, Completely. okay. I want to donate to affected families. I want to support the well-being of volunteer firefighters. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. You saw okay, the okay. on that. Yes, but yeah. there's like different ones. Yeah, because they have to spread all the money around. This Facebook one has $32 million raised. That's good. We want to support the... Uh, we want to support the firefighters. We also want to support all the people who are being affected. I saw a video of fireworkers just like smiling in a in like the middle of rain. Oh, it started to rain. Yeah, I saw Courtney like a doing a rain bit dance. Of rain, and they were just like overjoyed. Ugh. devastating. Because at that at that level, it's only about something huge like that, like a massive rain. rainstorm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, bitch! If rain dances were real. You know? Okay. I am not from Ukraine. I'm from the United States. Oh, no, if I can do this for OnlyFans <laughs> on the air, then I am happy to do it for a cause that actually is good for the earth. And I mean, I just, fuck. It's, it, so it's because of climate change. Have they ever had a, a fire scenario like this in Australia? They, yeah, they, I was there one year and we had to drive through it. And I remember the koalas on the news then and everything, but it was a lot smaller. This was, I think, like a DWV year. So like 2013 or 14. So they norm, they do have fires every season. It's like California and all that. But this is crazy. Okay. I'm putting in my card information. Face ID. Ooh, face ID. Yeah, Diva. Does it recognize the new one? <laughs> <laughs> Which face did I scan into my phone? <laughs> You're going to have to go to the Apple store. <laughs> they pull out a drawer. It's your old head. 
a body cast. <laughs> you carry a body cast of you. Of never mind. What is my suburb? <laughs> Hollywood. Maybe I don't know. Oh, maybe it's Los Angeles. Can you talk a little bit about like? Can you, Michaels? <laughs> no, like what? How it feels emotionally to be witnessing these fires and things. Because we deal with bad news all day, every day on the internet because we see it all. But when you actually reflect on the magnitude of like an entire continent is on fire. I try to avoid it. I do what I can where I can. But otherwise, it's like I feel helpless. I feel like the world's going to hell in a handbasket. And I'm just trying to decorate the basket a little bit. Right. Like I just want it nice. Like I'm trying to do my best. But like what more can I do? I donated. I posted I don't know what else to do at that point, so I just stay away from it. Right. Distance. And I make myself ignorant, which is sometimes... Um, no, I can't make myself ignorant because ignorance is the inability to learn after being taught. Right. So, like... You keep yourself. I try to stay away from it. What about you? How do you deal with it? Donating. Um. Uh, right. I mean, it's... You try to do what you can at the time... Uh, but I mean, obviously, emotionally, it's like, it's really hard and it's overwhelming. And, we, you know, our dear friend Courtney, that's where she's fucking from. We have a lot of friends who live down there. We have, uh, we've done shows down there. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's really hard. And, uh, so we're, we're doing what we can. We're getting the word out and, uh, we support, uh, we support the uh, firefighters and the relief effort for sure. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a break. There's an owl. There's an owl in this cave. Is that a scent bird? He must have a separate <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh, this this cave could use some some designer fragrances. Oh my goodness, but just a little. Okay. <laughs> Wait, okay, it's time for us to go spelunking. spelunking. Deep into the DMs. Uh, from Quinton, uh, the message says, Hi, Alaska Dipper and Willem. I love listening to Race Chaser and Hot Goss when I'm driving anywhere. Thank you for the, all the amazing content you keep producing. Love you all. Thanks for listening. I'm a 20-year-old versatile twink who gets pigeonholed as a bottom because of the way that I look. I've grown to ignore people putting me in a box sexually and have actually started research on sex work and polygamy because they're both heavily stigmatized even in the gay community, even though they should be highly respected in my opinion. Becoming more open about my sexuality has helped me to be more confident overall, but I still struggle with body image issues. Do you have any advice for taking more flattering nudes, including dick and ass pics? Sorry for the long convoluted lead up to the actual question. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Love you all. Uh, I've never taken a, a nude photo. Nude? <laughs> Nude photos you've taken. <laughs> just yeah. you like... Just... Just my whole closed and pursed. <laughs> a nooch nude. It hasn't been closed purse. and pursed for years. Purse. I would uh, open it for a purse. Desire purse. Okay. Uh. Well. Oh man. 
Um, more flattering nudes. Okay. Get a better subject. I um, got the stuff. I got, I got one you want, for you. The thing that you need. I heard this from Adore Delano. She said, if you're taking an ass pick, take, put the camera at a lower angle and it makes your ass look bigger. Yeah. Like how you don't want to shoot a drag queen from a low, low angle yeah. because it makes our face and our, you know, and, and our shoulders look bigger. Shooting a man from below, flattering. Shooting a woman from below, not flattering. Yeah. That's why they moved the camera up for uh, the Danish girl with Eddie Redmayne. Whenever, he, uh, whenever oh. Eddie was playing the girl, the cinematographer gave an interview and he's like, we adjusted the camera three frames higher than I normally would for any setting to give Eddie's face a more flattering angle. That's why the cameras here at Forever Dog Studios are <laughs> mounted on the ceiling on the floor above us. Uranus. Turned off, <laughs> Turned Turned off and around. Off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I would say, honestly, I didn't like how I looked in my nudes and I wasn't getting as... The results? I wasn't getting the results I wanted. So I s changed my body. You had... <laughs> You hired a boudoir photographer <laughs> <laughs> like holding the sheet. It's like black and white on like a charcoal background. Started making men wear blindfolds. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I would just say uh, to play from all the angles and to find the good lighting. If you hold the camera out in front of you and then rotate 360 degrees, you find good lighting. And it's probably not inside. Like in a bathroom mirror with overhead lighting? Probably not. No, don't do overhead Go lighting. Outside. Do front lighting. Yeah. The sun coming through a window is usually gray. Not at noon. Do like a one do like an a a ten thirty and maybe like a, a golden hour, like a four thirty ish right yeah. now. And find some good light and then get naked and spread your hole. And these go for any pictures, not just nudes. Yeah. The next message is from Mick Giggles. <laughs> oh. Do you want to read it? I don't know if there'd be room for giggles. Oh Dear Alaska and Willem and the bear in the background. <laughs> dip, dip. I love the pod. Big fan. I'm wondering what your sisters think of the pod. It's a topic while on... Is it a topic while on tour? Any negative feedback? Positive as well. Here's my peep. Warmest regard, McGiggles14. I've already requested to follow him. This dick <laughs> is uh, prodigious in nature. He uh, has on a pair of glossy gym shorts, and he's uh, pulled out a prodigious member from from beneath. There's balls too. Yes, there's balls. Very and nice. This dick is uh, like much like the Village People song, "Going West." It's got a distinct "Go West." <laughs> you will find your there. way. Um, it's it's definitely. I don't know if my hand would fit around it if I was trying to grasp it. It looks thick enough right at that end. Yeah. Where did that bell curve? Thank it's, you for the... Uh, thank you so much for the penis. This is a question we get a lot. Oh, there's it's a like, question too. It's like, <laughs> do your sisters listen or do you, they think it's shady? I think a lot of the girls don't listen to the podcast. Mm -mm. I think they're aware that we do it. But it's sort of like hearing about stuff that you were already there. Yeah. I I know for myself, I... I would listen to it because I love Drag Race and I'm obsessed with everything inside and outside and whatever. But a lot of girls are like, I did that and I don't need to hear like deep discussion yeah. about it again. I do know that some of my sisters are listening because I talked to Princess at New Year's and um, or no, she she texted me something about um, the, her outfit, the first episode. Remember how she made that outfit twice for the first episode when yes. Rue didn't like it? She like gave me some details about it and stuff I didn't know because I was on the other end of the workroom. Yeah. So it's the kind of thing where I'm. it's nice to know that some of our friends and sisters are listening. That's great. If we ever say anything bad, I'm sure their friends will link them. So. 
Oh, for sure. But we don't say anything out of character, I don't think. Or. (laughs) Thank you for the question, McGiggles. Uh, Next question. Dear Willem Alaska and Dipper, my name is Mara, and I would like to know your opinion about sexual censorship, censorship on Instagram. My friend Golden Lasky and I have... Update fan accounts. During the Amethyst Journey Tour, Alaska wore a breastplate while performing Vagina. My hit song, Vagina. We posted (laughs) videos from that performance, and because of the breastplate, Instagram deleted some of the posts, blocked all of our future locations, uh, pictures from showing in the hashtag, on Alaska and Jeremy's tag pictures, and on the locations pictures, too. It went on like that for weeks. Recently, Willem has been wearing a fake vagina. I posted videos of it, and Instagram deleted my posts for sexual content. What do you think about Instagram deleting posts for showing fake sexual parts of a body and about Instagram's sec- censorship of women's nipples? Much love from Spain. Mara, a.k.a. Thunderbelly666. Oh, cool. We see your pictures come across our Instagram all the time, Mara, so thank you very much. Um, follow Thunderbelly666 and the only Golden Lasky um, for updates and poignant pictures. To the minute updates. To the minute, right. <laughs> yeah. They do amazing work. Like, it's remarkable. Um, Reposting is hard. I think that the world is not fair. We are all aware of this. Um, <sighs> if you want to be on Instagram, they have rules. Um, it's designed to be a safe space for boring people so trying to be provocative you may you may be penalized for it the issue is with the selection of what they what what they or their algorithm finds provocative and it tends to skew toward uh uh, certain certain types of things are flagged more. So, like, women's nipples are policed heavily. Um, guys with pubes uh, mm-hmm. are policed heavily, or hairy bodies are yeah, policed heavily. Yeah, hairier bodies are, yeah. Um, and, uh, and so, like, yes, they want to keep it a safe space, but also, like, there's ass everywhere. Every, ass, so, ass everywhere. Ass, ass, ass everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> so it's like, so wait, you can show ass but not nipples. All of that seems so fucking stupid to me, and I I think that the human body is the one thing that we all have in common is that we all have one. So I don't understand censorship of the human body. I I don't understand like the allure or like the the stigmatization of the things that we all possess. It it's weird and crazy. That's why Twitter is great because it's just like it's a free for all. Mm-hmm. They're just sort of like we're not gonna put any rules on that because. Uh, because this is where porn stars can post their content. <laughs> the last guy I fucked was off of Twitter. Great. Yeah, Twitter's amazing. So if it were up to me, I would say Instagram should just literally get rid of all these arbitrary... I mean, there's got to be people just who spend all day looking at, like, looking for nipples or looking for too much bush or is it too much ass? Well, I it's it's not just me. It's other people, too. It's <laughs> just your page, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we think the same thing that you think. We think it's fucking stupid. Yes. So sorry about that stuff getting flagged, but, but don't it was really account. fun in, in person. And I guess the lesson is uh it sometimes there are things that you can see at a show that you can't see on Instagram. So come That's to a live life. show. That's real life. Mm-hmm. From Yana, the dancing bit at the end of every RD RPDR episode. 
Did you like doing it or was it awkward? <laughs> you can a question for you. I want to know your answer. I thought it was one of those things where it was like trot out the ponies. And like sometimes it's just See, like I had a different I, I experience. I, I saw it as a chance to say goodbye to all the judges that I worked with. Yeah. So it was nice just to, you know, bye, bye I'll see you after. Yeah. Yeah. Hotel lobby. Um. It was just fun and stupid. And I always enjoyed it because it was the end of the day and you're still there for another episode. That's that. So I always enjoyed doing it. And we were just like so fucking relieved. And the, then you go and eat dinner and get out of drag and stuff. And it's sort of like the energy in that room is very like, Oh, we're here. We're day. still fucking. Yeah, we're still fucking here. We made it. Um, so I always enjoyed it. Yeah. The next message is from Pernilla. Hi, friend of the pod from Sweden here. Can't contribute with a drink since I don't have one. But if I did, I'd probably be a long one. Uh, since, as you probably can tell by this message, I can't keep pager. things short. <laughs> oh, what God. I do have, though, are a couple questions about government names in the drag world. In season one of Drag Race, Nina realizes she doesn't know the government names of her fellow contestants, even though they've reached all the way through the finale together. Rebecca then explains to the audience that in drag circles she's always known as Rebecca both in and out of drag and isn't really referred to by her government name. You go. Hearing all of this, I'm curious to know more about the subject and how common their experiences are. Did you know the government names of the participants of your season? Are there queens in general that you feel you should know the out of drag names by now but don't? From what Rebecca says and what I've seen and heard elsewhere, most queens seem very consistent in sticking to referring to people's drag names. Do you use queens' government names too? And in that case, are there times in specific when you do so? I'm very much looking forward to hearing you discuss, dissect, and disseminate season four, and I'm loving the attention you bring to the classiques. Spelling? Not worse than dippers. Jokes aside, you're doing a great job. I'm eagerly yeah. awaiting the upcoming episodes. Pernilla Red Dipper, I did not write there. Drag um, her. Thank you, Pernilla. Pernicious for the what does precocious mean? Uh, Thank you, Pernilla, for that question. Uh, the answer for me is I don't fucking know anybody's out of drag names. You start. To I don't even know yours. <laughs> I mean, really. You start to learn out of drag names when you travel with people, and it's airport and hotel. That's the only time. Like, That's... let me look at your passport picture. Wait, who are you? Where is my sister? Thomas. Yeah. Are you a top? You ain't Thomas. Who Thomas? Who? Your name is Cynthia. No. <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Pernicious means having a harmful effect. <laughs> Sorry, per- Pernilla, this question was not pernicious. <laughs> 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 fuck. Um, yeah, yeah, so thank you for the question. And that's how we roll. I think drag is like a sisterhood. And, and so we all just... I don't know. We stick to the drag name because that's how we know each other. It's how we met each other. I get annoyed when, it's, and I don't get annoyed often. Um, when people call you your government name. <laughs> no, when people when people <laughs> come up to me and they're like, uh, they refer to my sisters as their boy names. And they're like, yeah, I'm really good friends with Shane. I'm real good friends with Shane. And mm. It's just like, I saw Shane when he came through here last time. It's like, shut the fuck up. I don't even call her that. Yeah, sometimes people try it as like, uh, oh, I know you really well, yeah. or like I'm uh, trying to get in the door by Goodbye. like knowing the secret information. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's on Wikipedia. All of our names <laughs> are out there. It's not. So, yeah, it, we're, we're sisters. We uh, I don't typically go around 
calling Willem Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ashley says, howdy, Alaska Willem and Dipper, the cute Spinderella of the group. A couple weeks ago, Willem cock-teased us with some intel when talking about season four. Did she mention the dolls getting notes and letters under the hotel room doors from production? Did my ears hear wrong, or could you give some more insight into that? Love, Modisha Jenkins! <laughs> Underscore Jenkins. Ha! P.S. Alaska, my bestie slash ex, used your font Avenir Next on his last resume, and he got the job, so he owes you this pic of his dick. That's an Avenir Next dick. You could use that for all kinds of calligraphy. Yes. That's a thick member. Hairy. Just enough hair, though. Um, Dark belly button. All the hair in there. You can't see. It's like a (laughs) never-ending story. Pubes. Full. Pubes. It's hanging. Can't see the balls. Balls might be... Balls. Mystery balls. Balls might be bitty. Bitty balls. A bitty, bitty ball. I I hate it when I can't see the balls. That's so upsetting. (laughs) Uh, so what's the question? What is the question? Oh. This is really insider. Yeah, I think I've said everything that I know about it because I didn't get a note under the door. We found out when the girls did because they were vocal about it. Um, some girls have been more vocal than others, but on my season, um, I know at least two or three off the top of my head got them. And our rooms were kind of in the order of elimination at one point, too. The note under the door is referring to a letter from the hotel where where you're staying that says, thank you for your stay. Here's your Here's your checkout charges. Mm -hmm. And so some girls received a letter like this. With coffee charges and all that stuff and whatever. Back (laughs) back when the hotel was still communicating with girls directly, like season four and before. Yeah. Prior to their elimination. The morning, right? Uh, they woke up to the the note saying "thank you for your stay" because it was their last day. It's not a like hotel. a great sign to get that. No, and it's very. And if you if I got that, I was like, and then I had the lip sync. I would think I was going home. Or for sure, if I got that and then woke up the next day to go back to the stage to try to finish the challenge, knowing that like. Chances are I won't be sleeping here tonight. I think the official story is that it was a mistake. And it was like a clerical error on yeah, the part of the, it was hotel. the hotel. It was not. And I don't think every time someone got a note under the door, they necessarily went home. I don't think that happened 100%. Did it? Every time that I know of, it did okay. on my season. And from what I know of season in three. Other seasons Yeah, as it well. happened in season three. And those people all went home. Okay. Well, I guess only time will tell. Only time will tell. Who can say where the truth lies? Uh, Only time. Not us. Not us. No. Uh, We're wildly conjecturing and being pernicious. Just pernicious Uh, in general. I thought your podcast was Was pernicious, precocious, (laughs) and and provocative, (laughs) and punctual. We never talked about this. Oh, Brandon Voss for the win. What did he say? Just under the buzzer. I mean, he we said, almost closed up the episode. He said, is this coming from fucking Mimi on first? <laughs> no, our producer for our podcast told us about it, and we were talking about it on there. Period. What about, what about Mimi, though? Is it true? <laughs> is this coming from fucking Mimi on first? He didn't deny it. If somebody accused me of copywriting some shit, I'd be like, no, LOL. 
Meanwhile, they're actually, actually Meanwhile, we're filing no, for the copyright. I would. I would. <laughs> um, we while we wait for this text, you we haven't talked about this because Willem did the interviews without you for latitudes with latitudes with Latrice. Do you have any Love feelings that title. on that? Hold on, the word latitudes? I don't know. I mean, I thought it was clever. I thought y'all were most definitely stoned when you came up with that idea. And that's fine. What is stoned? I'm cannabis <laughs> positive. Huh. I wish we would have called it Latrice's Pieces. Oh, that's cute. Because that's better. But I'm yeah. thinking maybe at the reunion we can give her like some candy with her face on it. Latrice's Pieces. That's, that's the only so thing we'll serve. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she could also do a life-size dildo called Latrice's Piece. Oh, Latrice wow. Peace. Latrice Peace. Oh, wow. That'd be sickening. Girl, I would go to DragCon back for that. <laughs> this is the episode. Of, oh, never mind. We're not doing Race Chaser. We're on a different podcast. Right. So, and then I have one Same more network, different podcast. It's in the vertical. Submitted. <laughs> That's Do you hear that sound after Fifi talks? The grinder. And the eyebrow goes up. Good for her. So that was a video yes. of the, uh, it's that exciting moment where they tell you on Skype that you're on Drag Race. So it's all the girls like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. They say you. Except for you, you were just like, cool, bye. Well, beep, 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 beep. The, I, I knew it to be dis- disingenuous because I'd been in the casting process for reality shows before. And if, if you shut up, if you do your psych and then they say, we have a few more questions for you via email, we'd like to arrange a call. It's like you've already asked me everything you wanted to in the casting process and submitted me to the network to be legally able to get me on the show. You already know you want me. So I knew they wanted me. So well, I wasn't playing I've done my psych. And had Skypes and not going on, so... Me too. Hello, hello, X on the beach. Hello, Bachelor. (laughs) You had to do a psych for Bachelor? No. Uh, But, no... (gasps) He said she makes me ill. The video... That's still not a denial. Is it true? (laughs) That's still not a denial. Can you just say yes or no? Well, anyway, so they're showing the video and in Fifi's... I have a freckle right there. Fifi's, I'm excited I got accepted on Drag Race on Skype. You can hear a grinder notification go off, which is funny. Get your life. Get it. Cheers. This guy has sent a couple fuck videos. Really? Do tell. I don't think it's you. No, but I thought it was for a second because I have a freckle right in that same spot near my ass cheek. Oh, my God. Here's (laughs) a picture The subject makes me think it could be. Ooh. <laughs> is it resplendent? It's a lot of deep digging. Resplendent? I'm not mad. Oh my gosh. I'm not mad at all. It's warm up. <laughs> I guess there's just room for everyone. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, quoting G again. But no, that's very nice. There's certainly a lot of room after this guy's done. That's what's called a gape. Get the whole life. Get your whole life together, gal. Wait, sup? Oh. I thought he was doing poppers and he kept fucking him. I was like, well, he's going to burn his face. No, because he sent us videos a while ago mm-hmm. and you commented on his um, like sheet on the bed. His sheet? Yeah. Well, that's like, the bottom's fault. That sheet. And Nate Burkus. 
He said, that's my fuck sheet. It's not my bedspread. I just pull it out to have sex on it. Oh, what a good idea. Yeah, I had a guy in um, Hawaii. I'm not giving this back. I need to find out his name first. Go to his profile. Hold on, let me cross-reference. I already, Mick Giggles 14 is the last person I looked up. So, we've uh, made it to the end here as Brandon evades our question. Line. Yes, still no wor- official word from Brandon Voss as to whether uh, he copyrighted or attempted to do so, the phrase drag brunch. So, thank you for listening to this episode of Drag, drag Brunch. brunch. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> If you'd like reservations for Drag Brunch, <laughs> listen to us every Wednesday and Fridays. And uh, you can send us your questions to racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. Good questions and explicit tricks get priority. I'm Senor Frog. And, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We have bonus video content available on patreon.com slash Willem. Sign up to be a patron and support us. Just search it using the hashtag racechaser and you can watch the videos a la carte. Dollar a day. Follow us on IG at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, and at RacechaserPod. We will be back next week with more piping, steaming, scalding, boiling, hot crunch. <laughs> Drag brunch. <laughs> Drag brunch. So we're not going to read it verbatim, but uh, Brandon has replied, and I'm glad he did because he does own um, several copyright marks or trademarks around Drag Brunch, but they date back to 2015 mm-hmm. when he started the franchise in New York. And he did. I mean, I he may not have been the first to do Drag Brunch, but he did do it in at least four or five different areas where I performed within an 18-day period because he did some of my book tour. And it was the same marketing, the Senor Frog, you know, the same group numbers. It was a lot of work. And it wasn't just him slapping his name on something that he didn't own. It was his concept and the shows and the music and the choreo and like all that. Um, he's He says, we certainly don't run around shutting down every restaurant with the drag show. So that's good to know. Like he's not shutting down drag brunches, but if someone's trying to use his logo, if someone's yeah, trying to try use- it, make, make it look like it's his product when it's not. Yeah. So that was the purpose of getting it. Yeah, which is good to hear because, you know, he's a sensible man and yeah. I like working with him. Well, you're listening to Willem's Drag Brunch. It, it looks as, I mean, on the flyer, it's, it looks like Willem is penciled in with, I guess, lipstick. Uh, and Brand, brand, something is scratched out. We have I three can't. seatings at Mama Cita Toad. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, bring your own quarters. Thank you for clearing that up, Willem and Brandon. Uh, and we're, uh, we're glad to provide you with top-notch intel uh, long after we wildly conjecture and make generalizations. Hot Goss is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarchet. Our theme music is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises Incorporated Limited. This Goss is hot! hot.